This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode two, two, one of the Shattered Soulstone. We know what's up. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly/soulstone2019. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, MP3 player, or real man phone. Today is July 28, 2019. I am your main man, Dick Today, I brought like only one of my second favorite people coming to you from a PTR far, far away. It's Shazam. What's going on? Ah, brother. Ooh, this week. It's been a good week, brother. So far, yeah. Uh, how you doing? Um, doing all right. I can't complain. Yeah. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Sunday. It's going to be a... Tomorrow's my day off, so I can only work eight hours tomorrow. It's going to be... Yeah. It ain't gonna be nice. <laughs> Not good. Well, anyway, well, what have you been doing this week, brother? Um, Monday I left work and I was on the um, the I still don't feel like playing Diablo bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> So I bought a, a Nintendo Switch Pro Controller because I was scared that my my Nintendo um, Switch Joy-Cons were going to eventually have the, the Joy-Con drift that my, place, that my um, Xbox 360 controllers had. So I just, I went, you know, it's cheaper to buy a Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. So I did that and I bought... Um, Dragon Quest Builders 2. I played that like Monday, Tuesday. Well, I take that back. I played that probably Tuesday, Wednesday. I can't remember. But Monday, I was was probably still playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And I kept forgetting to say, like every show, like the last couple weeks, I've been playing Tetris 99. Like... You know, randomly. 
And if nobody's played Tetris 99, it's basically two-player Tetris. Whenever you take, you know, a couple lines out, it puts a couple lines on the next person, you know, the person you're playing against. Then you multiply that by 99 other people. So, like, you just keep getting more and more lines randomly. And the highest I've ever placed, which I'm like level 8, you know, I guess line clears and you're, you know, the highest you place, you level up. And the highest I've placed was like 20th out of 99. Luckily, I've never got 99th place. I would, that would, I'd probably turn the game off and not play it again. <laughs> being, the, being the first person to, to lose a Tetris match, um... Yeah, I was. I learned how to play Tetris on a Game Boy, I think, and then we got it for the regular Nintendo. So I've been playing it for a few years. And then um, I played Tetris Blitz on the iPad whenever I wanted to play Tetris. But you know, I've, you know we've been we've been playing it for like the past I don't know twenty years or so. But then. Um, I'm sitting at work on Thursday and I have my iPad in my hand and I'm sitting in a car, you know, need to check see, you know, check to see what code or something's in this car. And I look at my iPad and it's like, you know, Diablo has posted a, you know, a message on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And all these things are, you know, popping and stuff. And I'm like, and I look at him, and I'm like, shit, there's a PTR out. And then, um, so I'm, I'm going through the patch notes sitting in this in this person's car. <laughs> and my boss goes and sits in the seat next to me, and he looks at me and goes, hey, that's not work-related. I go, that's my second job, so yeah, it kind of is work-related. Um, so um, kiss, my, kiss my ass, <laughs> you know. Last week, um, last week was a pretty rough week. We had like four people off. Like one was having a baby that wasn't his, and the other couple were on vacation and stuff like that. So we're down quite a few guys. So um, yeah, I worked. I worked like 64, 65 hours last week, and it was so bad that I left work late on Friday, like 5, 5.30. I usually leave at like 3.30, 4 o'clock because it's Friday. I literally get almost home and people are calling me. Hey, we sold a car. It hasn't had the, you know, inspection stickers on it. We need you to come back. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I had to go back to work, literally screw Diablo, you know, <laughs> gotta go back to work. So, um, so yeah, I didn't get I didn't get to play till like a little after eight o'clock on on Friday. But um, yeah, when I we we got into the PTR, you got on the PTR first on Thursday, and then you were almost level seventy. And I was like, well, screw it, greed's almost seventy. You might as well power level me. So you power level basically. And then um, I wanted to play Blessed Shield. 
but I didn't want to play. Um, I don't want to play. I didn't want to play lawn. I played lawn last season. I don't want to play lawn again. So, um, looking at the leaderboard, nobody's running this build. I don't know why. I guess I don't know if they didn't think of it or what. But it's a con, the con set with the Ring of Royal Grandeur. You gotta wear the necklace. Captain Crimson's boots. I mean, Captain Captain Crimson's pants and belt. The only items you can. Well, I guess you could swap the pants for the boots and wear the Akon boot. You know, pants. I don't think that really is gonna matter. Um, but the then you wear the Og. Oglid's um, shoulders and Oglid's um, bracers and you have both new sets on you got the Akon set on so you can't like really die that much and you basically run Blessed Shield like you normally do the um, can't run focus and restraint because you got no you got no generators you got no spenders so I put the Ring of Royal Grandeur in a queue, but you you can you can use it. I don't see why not. Convention of Elements for the extra you know two up to two hundred percent elemental damage and um, the Justice Lantern because why not? It's a little more toughness. You know what I mean? You got a shield, might as well get at least. 10% more toughness off of it. I, I'm trying to think of something better than a Justice Lantern. Unity. But I can't. Yeah, but you don't need Unity's toughness. 50%. You need, need damage, though. You're saying you run it, you're running a, a toughness ring. Might as well have a big toughness ring. Yeah, might as well. Um, but you want to run cooldown on everything. You don't care about the resource cost reduction. Um,. I know King Tut was complaining in the thing that it's not viable because, you know, hashtag no wrath problems. But again, I don't care about the the toughness. I care about the damage. And you run at least 57% cooldown. That's 57% more damage you weren't doing before. Um, I tried it. I tried it without the without the Oglids um, set. It doesn't go as high. Um, so the Oglids set hat like you really have to be wearing it. Um, but yeah, so far I did a nine what a ninety four before the right before the show started. That's with half non ancient items, no augments. And no, um, no gems above what I think I had. My highest gem was like 70 or 75. And the gems I'm running are um, esoteric because, you know, standard and stuff. Um, um, stricken to kill the Rift Guardian and Gogok of Swiftness because... Um, Cool down again, fifteen percent. That's fifteen percent more 
more damage. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and you get um, attack speed on top of it. So that's my thought on all that stuff. And you basically run all the passives. You ran on Lawn, um, Blessed Shield. You run all the, the skills that you ran on Blessed Shield. The thing I might do different than I'm running on PTR right now is I might run Fire because... Fire has the highest damage output, not holy. Um, I just ran holy because I got a amulet that's holy crit crit, and I can't pass that up. So, um, so I'm kind of stuck doing holy right now. I'm gonna try to get a fire crit crit one, but it is what it is right now. Um, but yeah, um, bracers are cubed because you can't wear them, so you gotta cube them. That's why you don't have a um, the orc's crown in the cube. You have to sacrifice that for your your um, your cons manacles. But yeah, I, I I I died I died more on a on a, on a ninety three. It was a kind of a crap um, rift. I did it in like fourteen minutes and something, but I did a ninety four right after that and in twelve and a half minutes. So I can't really complain with half non-ancients and you know gems ain't that high so that's basically what I've been working on since you know Thursday Friday got about I don't know 25 hours in the PTR I ran um, another good um, another good build I um, guys know I like multi-shot demon hunter you run Captain Crimson's, and God, I hope I hope Blizzard doesn't nerf Captain Crimson's. <laughs> it's 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 such a good build for, you know, it's such a good set for a lot of different builds. You use that on multi shot, and um, you're you're pretty damn tanky on a multi shot. I can take, I can take balls to the face. I can take, um, you know, the grenades that they lob at you. I can take all kinds of stuff and and again if you just you know your your weapon automatically gives you at least between 45 and 50% um I guess between 40 and 50% resource cost reduction so that's automatically you know 40 some percent um you know damage mitigation and on that on my multi-shot, I just stacked... I st started stacking um, cooldown because why not? It's it's more damage. So I stacked a bunch of cooldown. And like I said, it's tanky as hell. And um, yeah, you can you can annihilate a rift pretty quick. You can't use auglids on that because you can't give up two pieces of... Um, Two pieces of gear, so you, you just have to run Captain Crimson's or Oglids, and Oglids isn't as good as Captain Crimson's. So, hey, um, what I was gonna say before we get like into a whole bunch of, um, you know, people may not even know what the Captain Crimson and the Oglid set even does. Um, yeah, we're going to go over the patch notes. 
Yeah, yeah. I was just because you're talking about it, and people are like, you know, they're listening. So I was just gonna give them a quick overview of what those two sets do. Look, they did a, they did a bunch of changes. We're gonna talk about some of the changes down here in our PTR section, but just to clarify, the Captain Crimson's uh, has a two and a three set bonus. The two set bonus just regenerates life per second, uh, reduces the cooldown of all your skills by twenty percent, and now it also uh, reduces the resource cost by 20%. Which, okay, so you get you get cooldown, you get a resource cost reduction, right? Okay, but why is that important? Because the three set bonus, um, you know, they have new they have a new thing where damage uh, dealt is increased by your total percentage of cooldown reduction. So, like you're saying with your weapon, you know, uh, and then damage taken is reduced by total percentage of your resource cost reduction. So just wearing the Captain Crimson's gives you a baseline 20% plus like your weapon, you were saying you get you get the, uh, the the resource cost reduction, which is which which is why Shazam's talking about getting damage taken re- reduction. You know, you, you you're you're more tanky because of your of your resource cost reduction. You're also way more powerful because of your because of the damage dealt is increased by your total percentage of cooldown reduction. So if you have 50% cooldown reduction, you get 50% increased damage. So, like you're saying, you, you got whatever it was on your uh, a con, right? You say 57%, right? Yeah. Well, you put these on, now you have another 20. Well, no, I have 57% total. Oh, is that with, that's with the set, right? Yeah. Okay, well, either way, it's still 57% more damage. I just wanted to clarify that's what we're talking about. And then the AUG set, um, it basically does what it did before. Um, It reduces the damage taken by 5% and then uh, increases your damage dealt by 30%. And then it reduces your three-piece bonus, reduces the damage of your elites by 30%, and increases damage against elites by 30%. So... It, the Oglids give you like a, a, a toughness and a and, and a damage uh, boost, and a lot of these sets you can wear two Ogs, two Captains, and like five of your regular sets, which would give you a six, a three, and a three-piece bonus, which is a lot, and and that's what you're talking about with your Crusader, and I have that on my Crusader. I just wanted to clarify because like we're saying all these names, and, and maybe people don't know yeah. what they're. What, what that even is. Anyway, back to your thing. Sorry. So, yeah. Um, with my multi-shot, I stack basically cooldown because I feel I got enough resource cost reduction. Um, I don't need to stack that stuff. I did, a, I did a 91 pretty easily, and I was taking you guys through, like, 85s without a problem. You know, I... And I didn't die whatsoever. I didn't even. I don't even think I procked really. So, cross fingers, Blizzard doesn't nerf these, but I just love them so much. If 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 Blizzard nerfs them, I'm not running the Blessed Shield because the Blessed Shield is going to be broke. It's, there's there's no way that I would. There's no way, no matter what gear I wore, I would never be able to keep up with a lawn if Blizzard nerfed this stuff. So. Um, they didn't nerf wizards last season, so let's hope they don't nerf this stuff. 
So, um, yeah, that's, that's basically all. The only thing I've done this week, you know, I've done more this weekend than I did all this week. But, yeah, um, that's basically it. I wanted to bring up a funny note before I got into my week in gaming. You know, last week we had a special guest, and, uh, again, hats off to Wolf Cryer for coming. That was, uh, I've totally geeked out because I really like his videos. You know, he's turned out to be this super cool person, right? Like, this first time I ever really met him. So, uh, like, again, hats off to, to Wolf Cryer. Completely awesome. But I did think it was funny because he's been off for two weeks. <laughs> and the day he went back to work, Thursday. The yeah. day the PTR came out. So I was kind of laughing. When I seen that, the, when I seen the PTR was out, I was laughing because I was like, ah, it's, it's Wolf Cryer's first day back at work. <laughs> Which is how life goes, right? Everybody's life does that. It, <laughs> Literally, I think they were waiting for Wolf Cry to go back to work. <laughs> so kind of like you, I um, we've been saying it on the show for I don't know what a month. That dang, this PTR has got to come. Like it's, it's it's PTR time, Blizzard. Like what's up? So you know, I just I've been doing my thing this week. Just actually, I had I had kind of gotten back into playing. Uh, on regular live uh, and I was kind of running here and there uh, you know when I could and um, Thursday I got in my car and um, I I've had cars like where your phone syncs to your you know like Ford sync or you know I'll play what you know Apple player whatever but my new electric car does it better than any car I've ever had Look, I had like the generation in my old car. I had the first generation of Ford Sync, which like you know you get in, you push the button, and then you gotta be like Bluetooth audio. And then of course the chick never understands you because I'm from the South. I don't know. I, I wanna, I wanna. I she only understands like I can't be nice to her. Like, like I can't just get in and be like, oh Bluetooth audio, please. She'd be like. She, she don't like nice greed. She likes angry and upset and yell at you greed. Because, like, even when I'm trying to call my wife, I'm like, phone, wife. And then it'd be like, balloon, calling 911. What? Why are you calling 911? That does not sound like phone wife. I'll be like, call my wife. It'll be like, it'll be like, balloon, calling NASA. What? Who the hell said NASA? And why do you have NASA's phone number? Anyway. Uh, anyway, the new car has a way better. I mean, as soon as you get in the car, it goes, bloom, it's automatically connected. I don't got to do nothing. Anyway, I got off Thursday. I had a real nice day. I was getting off early. Um, I had a real nice day at work. I only... I only almost got bit by like six dogs, so it was a pretty good day. And um, I, I only got chased by one dude, which was cool. And uh, so yeah, you know, I get in the I get in the car, and my phone automatically goes to the, to the stereo, and I back the car out of the parking spot, 
and it starts playing something and I'm like why is my phone playing a video and I stopped the car and I was gonna turn the video off and put because I was listening to, to this rock station because I like I like everybody know I like rock and roll so I was like what the hell why is it not playing my station so I looked down and when I looked down I pulled my phone out of my pocket and I looked down <sighs> Big Daddy did video PTR news. What? So I listened to the PTR news from Big Daddy Den on the way home. I was super excited. I um, I usually drive my electric car in eco-friendly plush driver mode to you know to get the most mileage out possible. But I took it out of that. I was like, chur, chur, chur. we're we're going in electric fast mode today, cause we're gonna get home. So I hammered it. I got home. I got on the PTR. Like you said, you had to go back to work, and I ended up. I ended up getting to go home early, so I jumped on the PTR, I made a Witch Doctor, level 70, uh, I tried the Helltooth, I, I don't know, the Witch Doctor frustrates me a lot, I, I love the class, I just, I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't get it to do what I wanted it to do, so I, I dumped that. And I tried a jade, and oh, that jade was just—it was—it was making me mad. It wasn't, and I didn't try the Captain Crimson's or any of those others. And maybe, maybe I should go back in there and try it, cause like it'd be a lot more toughness and a lot more damage. You know what I mean? If I if I do put those on, if I put a set together like that, so maybe I will try it. But um, well, anyway, I I tried a barbarian. And I got him to 70, and I ran a little bit, and I was playing that spin to win. And and literally, I, I did like two riffs or something, and I was just spinning around the screen. And in the PTR, you can get really good gear. They have a 2,000% increased legendary drop, and then they have a dude in town called Dank Means, and you, he, you, there's so much gear. It's ridiculous. So I had good gear, and I was just spinning around, and... And I was just thinking to myself, do I really want to do this for a whole season? Like, just hold this left click button down while these other four buttons pop off and I'm just swing around the freaking... And I, I was like, you know, not really. I, I, look, I, I have, I've played Barbarian before and, you know, that's about that time you got on and you were talking about, you know, you were talking about the AUG set and the... Um, on the captain set and I saw so I started looking at it and I just thought damn that's interesting and it just caught my attention so I leveled up a crusader and um, or actually you leveled me I think you power leveled my crusader right I believe so maybe part of it anyway well anyway um, and then Ritzy jumped on and got to play with Ritzy which was cool because we don't get we don't get a lot of Ritzy time he's He's out, out doing his Ritzy thing. And, um, you know, I just put together a set. Like I said, it's, qu it's quite easy to get the set together. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wearing the captain's boots and belt. And the reason why I did that is because you never wear the boots on the Akon set anyway. You always wear, for the Akon, you always wear the... Uh, Illusionary. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't think of it. You always wear the illusionary anyway, so I automatically didn't think even I didn't even think about the pants. Like you went with pants, right? Pants and belt. Yeah. 
well, I had just happened to, I don't know, I, and for some reason, mine rolled ancient anyway, so it's fine. I got the captain's boots and the captain's belt, and then I got the shoulders and uh, and the bracers of the og child, which is fine. Or the ogs. I always want to. Yeah, it is og child, right? Yeah, I always want to say ogs. Yeah, you know. Um, and so I'm just doing a condemn crusader, which is a little bit different than what you're doing. I'm just running a ring of royal grandeur, illusionary boots in my cube, and a blade of prophecy. Well, normally with the Akon, you would always normally run the furnace in your main hand. And 50% increased damage is pretty sweet for elites, right? But, you know, they changed a lot of some of these items. And the Reaver, they changed it to every time you... Uh, it reduces the remaining cooldown of one of your skills by one second when you slay an enemy. So, when you kill an enemy, you know, your stuff is coming off cooldown quick. And, man, my icon is, it's just always up. Um, I noticed a huge difference in the amount of condemns I get, I can get out. It just, it just hammers. So, anyway, I'm just trying that. I do got a really good furnace. And I'm just trying that out just because it's a new item, and uh, you know, I've, I've done, I've done pretty decent. I, I did 89 right before the show. Well, I took an, I took a little break right before the show, but I did an 89 before I logged out. Um, just buyer beware on the PTR. It is. It, it takes about an hour to two hours to get into the PTR. Like you log on to your character, and then like you can go do laundry. You can build a house. Uh, you can design a new iPad. I took a shower earlier. It, it it's um it, it's mighty difficult to get into the into the PTR. Um, so we're we're doing that slugfest, trying to get into that PTR for you guys, because it's uh woo. It, it's definitely. Definitely hectic to get in, but uh, yeah, I mean that's what that's you know that's what I was kind of that's what I was hammering at. So anyway, that's what that's what our that's kind of like what our weeks we've just been doing this PTR. Um, basically, I played a little bit, but other than that, PTR. Um, before I get into PTR news, dang, we got another email, brother. Whoop, whoop. I'm loving these emails. Uh, and I think you read the last one, so I'll read this one, brother. Uh, again, this is uh, from, from Yoda. So, uh, I give the, the the more than medium uh, speed clap to Yoda. Thank you, sir, very much for sending it. It says, um, says the, the features in action and action ARPG games have changed a lot since Diablo 1 and players are no longer satisfied with simple dungeon crawler and a single hub world. Newer ARPG games have focused on featuring more cinematic stories, decision-based stories, more interactive character, skill trees, better graphics, more 
content, PvP content, etc., etc., etc. He says, "What do you think Blizzard needs to add to D4 to make it stand out from the crowd? Does D4 need to stand out stand out from the crowd? What new features would you like to see in D4? Keep up the good work, guys. Sincerely, Yoda." Uh, you want to take some of these and then I'll hit some of them? Um, I Great think, question, by the way. Sorry. I, th I've... I think Diablo 4 is going to stand out from the crowd because Blizzard's making the game. Um, it's kind of what they do. They, you know... I don't know who's developing Diablo 4, but the people that developed Diablo 3, some of them went on, you know, to grinding gear games now. People that made Diablo 1 and 2, everybody knows their names. Um, so, I think... I think Diablo 4 is going to... Um, least I hope I hope it's going to like it's it's gonna have to have like really awesome graphics it's gonna have to have ray tracing it's gonna have to have all that stuff you know all the bells and whistles that um, you know that come you know that every everything that um, graphics cards are coming with these days it's gonna probably have to have um, Maybe not though. Um, the graphics, I would like to see them, you know, above Path of Exile, above the Diablo three. You know, I know everybody's saying they want it darker, they want it more gothic. Um, you know, they started going darker, I guess, with the Shrouded Moors and you know places like that. So we'll see. Um, The features I would like to see in Diablo 4, there's a lot of people saying that the feature that they would like to see is no Paragon levels. <laughs> um, I don't know offhand like what I would like to see in Diablo 4 that's not in Diablo 3. Um, everybody that says that the that path of exile has a lot of end game content what end game content is there other than going getting a map putting it in a device running that map doing one harder it's kind of similar to a greater rift um again don't play a lot of path of exile that seems to be the end game that they do every season sorry league you know, um, yeah, um, I don't, I, I, I don't know offhand what I would want to see in Diablo 4. I, I, I like greater rifts and regular rifts, but what else, you know, what else could, could they do that I would think that Blizzard would do? I, I don't know the answer to that. Right now. <laughs> well, 
if you think back to when we had Dreadsife on, Dreadsife had a ton of great ideas. We went over a bunch of stuff. Y'all, y'all can go back to listen to that episode. I don't remember. Do you remember the episode number of that? But I, I, I do not. It, it's the one with Dreadsife, guys. I'm sorry, I don't remember the number. You'll have to just go back and look. Dreadsife, he's on there. Um. Anyway, um, just to kind of break this down a little bit, you know, you're saying newer ARPG games have focused on featuring more cinematic storylines. Well. I mean, in my opinion, that started right here with Diablo. Because they're the ones making these these cinematics. Like, I mean, I don't know. We all turn all that junk off now, right? You don't watch the cinematics no more. Not anymore, no. But there is actually some great cinematics in this game. And they always murder that. Think about WoW. How badass is WoW stuff? Every, every time a game came out, Starting, I then played Diablo one because, again, didn't have a PC in the nineties until nineteen ninety nine. Um, but Diablo two, when I seen them cinematics in that time in that day and age, them were the best cinematics that were in games. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm bringing up here. They've always been with with the cinematic. I think that started with Blizzard. Warcraft 3, another one. I'm like, you look at these cinematics and you're like, man, like, I don't know how they did it, but this is awesome. You know, and Diablo and World of Warcraft, like, logging in and seeing, like, you know, the whole story of Arthas and stuff like that. Like, that was, that was the bee's knees back in the day. Um, do you remember, do you remember that, um, it was a commercial. And like they had the they had the dwarf hunter with the bear, and they had the night elf, and she turned into the didn't she turn into a cat or something? Anyway, she turned into one of the druid animals, and um, you know they had a, a few other warlock or something, and a mage or something in there. But the one that really sticks out in my head is the little the little dwarf with the, with the bear pet. The yeah. hunter with the rifle, and he was on the side of the mountain, and it was cold, and his breath was coming up. That's half the reason why I wanted to play that game. I was like, oh, snap, look at these. Look, my point is, Blizzard has always brought these cinematic stories. These other companies do it because Blizzard was the first. That's my point when I'm saying, like, the stuff with the D4, it's got to be major because it's it's Diablo. I mean, it's Blizzard. It's Diablo. It's got to be. It's one of their flagships. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I really, what I want out of D4 is I want to be blown away. Look, they always take all these genders and they put them out ahead of each other. You know, MMO was a big thing, right? They had, what was the other MMO? Titan? Before WoW. No, oh. before WoW. It was a different oh. company. It was, um... Good Lord, I'm blanking on the name. And I feel stupid now because I can't remember it. Yeah. Anyway, there was there was a huge MMO that was just massive. And, um... In, anyway, it was, it was a big-ass MMO. It was just a massive game. Everybody loved it. EverQuest. Jesus, I could not think of... Sorry. Sometimes my brain don't work. 
I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, well, then here comes Blizzard. They step into the MMO game. They make World of Warcraft. And they're still number one, by the way. Uh, that was a, more than a decade ago, decade and a half ago. They're still number one. And trust me, companies have tried to knock them off the number one spot. I mean, you got Guild Wars. You had Star Wars. You had all the wars, right? You had Gear War, uh, Geek War. I don't know. All these. There was Gear uh, 4040, right? There was so many games tried to take that title from Blizzard. But they could not. Blizzard's got. Anyway, I'm I'm obviously a giant Blizzard fan, so we'll just get over that, right? Uh, the next thing was uh, like these decision-based storylines. Again, something Blizzard started. More interactive character uh, skill trees. Eh, okay, maybe a different company started that, right? But even in World of Warcraft. They adopted some of this, like the skill tree. Like, uh, if you play Legion, they had that artifact weapon, and they had that. The coolest thing was they had this interactive skill tree, where you could sprinkle all your artifact powers into different, into making your weapon and your character do different things. I like stuff like that. Of course, that of course it's gonna be better graphics. I mean, it's gonna be updated engine. It's, it's, it's definitely gonna. Now, I mean, more content. In my opinion, they've given us a lot of content. And for free, by the way. They've given us a lot for free. If you think of all the content that we've have gotten since Reaper of Souls, I mean, it, it's been a lot. I mean, you, I could go over some of the stuff, you know, Can I Ask Cube, uh, freaking all the new maps. All that stuff was free. The augments, the legendary gems, the freaking... I mean, look, I know people don't like Paragon. I, I like Paragon. It gets me... You know, like, again, I played WoW forever. And, and a lot of times you log into WoW. And, you know, you run around town. Do some quests. You pick up some gold, whatever. But you don't actually push your character forward. Yeah, maybe you get in a five-man. Maybe you get a new piece of gear. Maybe you go to a raid. Maybe you get a new piece of gear. That pushes your character forward in progression. But I like Paragon because no matter what you're doing, even if you just get one little smidgen of Paragon bar, you're still going forward. And eventually, you'll kick that over to the next Paragon point. And you'll have another point to put into intellect or whatever, strength or cooldown or whatever you're, whatever level you're at. And I kind of like that you can keep pushing it forward. Now, it does get a little ridiculous because some of these people got umpteen, 4,000 pair. Okay, I get it. It's ridiculous. It makes your character super strong. But I like it because it shows... And I know bots and all that other stuff, right? But I don't bot. I know Shazam don't bot. And I, and I know my friends don't bot. So I don't compare myself to these other people. I compare myself to my friends. I like to say, you know, hey... How am I doing versus? Well, I don't, I don't know how I do it versus Shazam because Shazam is crazy. He murders freaking. I, it's like I can never catch up with that guy. So I like, I like, I like, I like look down the stream a little ways and murder. You know, I compare myself to like Ritzy or something or one of the other guys, whatever. 
And you just kind of look at the the people you're playing with, like, oh, yeah, you know, Shazam's gotten a 94 done. Now I need to try to do a 94, you know, whatever. So, I mean, in that regard, Paragon's a thing. I don't mind it. I don't mind it so much. I mean, as far as uh, do they need to stand out? Of course they need to stand out from the crowd. They're going to have to stand out from the crowd because this is a this is a major title. This is a major genre for them. And, and this is their bread and butter. They're going to have to put the cinnamon spread on it. It's going to have to be big time. I, I don't know if they can do another... Um, you know, Diablo 1, Diablo 2, and Diablo 3 are all top-down. Asymmetric. I, yeah, asymmetric top-down view, right? I don't know if they can do that again. I don't know... I, I just... If they do it again, I, I don't know. It, it, it limits your... Um, it limits a lot of things, like... Like we were talking about, I like to have multiple levels. Uh, maybe, like, you can get in a tree or you can go underground um, or go down a staircase or something. And I know they got a little bit of that in the, but it's not, it's different. I don't know if they can do another top down asymmetrical. I just don't know. I mean, I like it that way. Um,. I'm not sure. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? On keeping the asymmetrical? I think they're going to. There's there's games and like the um, regular R, um, RPGs like um, Divinity Original Sin Two. That's like a big, big time um, RPG. They're isometric. Um, so, like, there's still games out there that do it. Um, I don't know of any other. I don't know of any ARPGs that don't do it. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, like I said, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure if I want it or don't want it. I don't know. It's it's hard to say, right? Like we've played Diablo for so long with with it, with it in there and, and other RPGs too. So it's like I don't know. Anyway, thank you for the email. And um, I'm really glad that you like the show, and I'm really glad that you participate. And, and you, I, I know that maybe we didn't answer all your questions exactly like how you wanted. I, I mean, it's it's so hard for me because Diablo Four is this big thing for me, and I mean, I'm not exactly sure what I want. It, it's weird. I want it to be really good. And I know that's a generic answer. I know that's a sorry. I know that's a sorry answer. But I want to. I want to be blown away. I want to be super excited. I want to be able to, to like, you know, hardly, like, hardly concentrate at work because I want to get back home so that I can fire up the Diablo Four. And I don't know. It, it's got to be. I don't know. Hopefully, we get some news, BlizzCon, right? Well, talking about talking about news, brother. Because this is gonna be a little bit. We're getting into it, you know. So we had, uh, of course, we've been yakking about the PTR. Um, so, you know, like I said up top, we know what's up because we've been in the PTR, and so basically, 
the season 18 is going to be called uh, the season of Triune. I'm yep. saying that right. Triune. Said it right. Hey, I said a word right. Woo! Mark it down on your calendar. Dang. Well, anyway, so I know you're scratching your head because this ain't season of the wanderer or season of the hell, and ain't nobody seen this coming. I didn't. That's for sure. And I kind of like it because it's like something that, you know, we were like thinking maybe they're going to put a Traveler's Pledge, Compass Rose, or like a Hell Tooth, you know, something. Maybe they will still, but they're, they're changing it up a little bit. They're going season of Triune. What is that? Well, when you hit with a with an ability, um, you have a chance to spawn one of three pools. There's a power pool, a resource reduction pool, and a cooldown uh, reduction pool. So basically, in game, it's a purple, and it's the same size as the Oculus ring. So if you if you ever play with the Oculus ring, you get that yellow circle there stand in it get 85 percent if it's cubed or maxed out up to 85 percent more increased damage right well this is a purple one and players standing in that purple one will receive 100 percent increased damage bonus this stacks by the way with any of these other three or the oculus ring and i have seen the oculus ring and the power stack together so you would be effectively getting 185%. So that's, that's big. That's a big one. The resource uh, reduction, uh, when you stand in it, it's like... Yeah, that's the dark blue one. When you stand in it, you receive 50% discount on, you know, your abilities. So they cost 50% less. And something that that ties into, we were talking about earlier, the Captain Crimson's, right? Because you get more resource reduction. So you're going to get, you know, that's going to kick in with that too. Uh, the next one's the cooldown reduction, and that's like a light blue pool. And, you know, when you stand in there, you, you get more cooldown, and your stuff comes off cooldown quicker. And it's, it's quite a bit. I don't know what the number is. Maybe somebody said it somewhere. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's pretty fast. And again, if you stand in that cooldown reduction, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some more, some more toughness from the. Uh, if you're wearing a Captain Crimson, it, it, I, I like this buff. It's it's a little hard, uh, like say if you're on a whirlwind barb and you're flying around the screen. Because it's not like you run through it and you just got the buff. You have to stand in the buff to get it. So, on a ranged character, like, say, a demon hunter, probably... I I mean, I know... I was talking to Shazam, and he was saying he don't really use them that much. But you could use them. And, uh, you know, this is a lot of power. What are your thoughts on the on the theme? Um, Multi-shot, I don't see... I don't ever stand at any of them. The, um, when I was doing like the 93 earlier with my, with my Crusader, I stood in every, every single circle I possibly could to take that boss down as fast as I possibly could. So, um, yeah. 
multi-shot, I think it's just hard because either the stuff's dead already, or you can't stand still because if you stood still, you would you would be dead. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I can see a wizard jumping in there with that laser beam thingy, or you know, like a like a witch doctor, carnival witch doctor. Oh, you stand still a lot with the carnival witch doctor, or the hell tooth. Ooh, you stand a lot. It's useful. It's a fun mechanic, I think. It's definitely different. This changes the game, the way you play the game. I like that. So anyway, that we know what the season buff is. That that's what the buff's gonna be. Um, so I know a lot of people are mad because uh, LON's going away, right? Well, good news, guys. There's going to be an, a new legendary gem called Le- uh, Legacy, of, Legacy of Dreams. And basically, this is just a legendary gem. Uh, I've gotten one. I've leveled it. It's great. Um, you know, while you, you have no set bonuses equipped... That includes the two Legacy of Nightmare rings. Can't use them with this. Uh, every legendary item you have equipped increases your damage by 3.75% and reduces your damage taken by 2%. It maxes out at 99, which would then put this to the exact same buff that you that you had this season, 754%. So. Uh, the rank 25 is this effect is doubled for an ancient item. Now I like this for one reason. Because the Legacy of Nightmares only works with ancients or primals. And this works with any any legendary. So even if you have a, non, a non-ancient this will give you half of what a, a regular ancient would give you. I like that because, like, you know, when you're first starting the season off, you can throw this on. This will work at level one as long as you have a, a, a legendary to put on. And you can hit the rogue, you know, and get, get you some damage and some damage mitigation. I like that. Um, you want to talk about crafted sets? I know we already talked about uh, the Crimson and the Augs. If you want to do the others. Um,. The Sages set, they added a belt to it. Um, just, I guess, to help, um, you know, to help with putting it on with other sets. And you don't have to, you, you don't have to get it with a bounty anymore. You can just get it whenever you're, um, blacksmith. Uh, your blacksmith hits level 12, so. You know that that's one good thing. It's one less pattern I gotta get from from bounties. Um, so yeah, um, necromancers rejoice everywhere. The only other set we didn't talk about was Kane's Destiny, which I would wonder. I don't know what pieces they are, but I would wonder like if. Nah, maybe not. It's 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 good for speed farming, but um, the, yeah, the two set bonus gives you attack speed, but increases your attack speed by eight percent, and um, what is that? Fifty percent um, increased experience, five percent um, at level seventy, 
They they moved that from the three from the three piece set bonus. They added they added a new three piece set bonus that um, when a greater rift keystone drops, there's a twenty five percent chance that an extra one will, one will drop. Now I know Riker said is that twenty five percent every time a keystone drops, or is that twenty five percent when the keystones drop? Because if that's twenty five percent when the keystones drop, that's pretty that's pretty crappy odds. But if you're twenty five percent every time a key drops, that's basically at um, at torment sixteen. You got basically a seventy five percent chance to get a new keystone. We, I'm not 100% sure on that one. Um, well, I was I was reading that, and and my thoughts on that were, let's say you were doing whatever torment level drops one key, right? One key drop, you kill, you kill the boss, one guaranteed key, right? It drops, you have a 25% chance of getting an extra one. Sometimes you get an extra one, sometimes you don't. But at 16, you get four keys well three right or is it guaranteed four or three three or four i can't remember three with the i think it's three with a chance of four right well let's say you do a 16 and four keys drop first key drop here 25 percent chance for an extra one the second one 25 percent chance to get an extra one the third one get might get an extra one fourth one might get an extra one if you got stupid lucky could almost get eight keys. I'm not saying that'll ever happen. But you may be able to get it 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 is mathematically possible to get eight keys from a T sixteen. Now these things happen and twenty five percent is not a lot of percent, but maybe you get five, maybe you get six keys every now and again. And four or five keys is pretty dang good. I mean, I don't know. You know how you know how like <clears throat> when you get your set and you get, you get augs and then you run out of keys, so you're like, ah, I gotta run keys. So then you go through and you smash, and we always take off all our stuff. Like we take off our belt and put on the gold wrap, right? So we don't die. And we put on experience, and and you take your gem out of your weapon and put on a. A gym at ease, you get a little bit more experience just because, like, why not? Well, you don't need that much power to do a 16 when your character is powerful. So you could take a p couple pieces off and put this set on. Like, maybe you take off um, the AUG set or something. and Or whatever. and Or whatever pieces. And you put this on. And you can still have your 6-piece set and you can still have that. And maybe you get a couple extra keys. I am not mad about getting extra keys. I like running greater rifts, and the more keys I can get, the better. Well, they had a couple of... They had uh, some... Some items that they... They added a bunch of new legendary items. Well, not legendary items. They added new affixes to old legendary items, like the Flavor of Time. Basically useless, right? I mean, the flavor of time is really cool now because when you click on a pylon, you get twice as long. And my god, the speed is forever and three days. My god, when you click on that, 
Like, we're running the other day. I had speed. I had speed, shield, and power. Because they last like a long time. It's ridiculous. The execution of weapon. Uh, act, uh, you know, when uh, attacks will slay enemies with less than five to ten health. It's basically like that uh, frailty from the uh, from the necromancer. Stone gauntlets is kind of weird. Like it turns you to stone, and then slows you down and reduces your attack speed, which is like I don't know. I heard that the Akon. I heard that's really good for the Akon Crusader. I don't know. I haven't tested it yet. Have you Have you messed with the stone gauntlets? No, I would. I think the. Oglids and Captain Crimson's would be better than them stone gauntlets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what they con. You don't. Oh, you almost don't need two hundred and fifty percent extra armor. That's a lot of armor. I don't know. Maybe I should try that on the Jade Harvester, huh? Something. Well, anyway, Echoing Fury got got a change. Uh, slaying enemies engulfs the wielder into a frenzy. This gives you a ton of attack speed and movement speed, and it stacks up to five times. It is ridiculous. It gives you so much attack speed. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a, it, it, it definitely changes up some builds, and some builds, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, I'm just using the, the, uh, the furnace, so I could replace this with the furnace. You know, you get a little bit more attack speed, well, a lot more, a whole lot more attack speed, actually. And a little bit more movement speed. Uh, Squirt's necklace is, is, is quite interesting. Um, while you're not taking damage, your damage is increased by 100%, but you also take an additional 50% incoming damage. So it's a, ri a, a risk versus reward. <sighs> I, I like this. Because you can mitigate that 50% with a unity. So if you put a unity in your build and you put this in your build. So basically, you got the necklace and you got the ring. And you can remove the Traveler's uh, Pledge, you know, Covenant Rose Traveler's Pledge, right? Put these two pieces in there. You're going to mitigate the 50% incoming damage and get an extra 100% outgoing damage. And that's not while standing still. That's just flat out 100%. While you're not taking damage, of course. You can't be in there taking damage. But it's a different way to get to the same point, right? Of course, you're losing your damage mitigation that the Traveler's Pledge gives you. But you got the uh, Miscreant's Reaver, which I talked about earlier. Reduces the uh, remaining cooldown of your skills by one second uh, when you're slaying enemies, which is a uh, uh, Witch Doctor passive. Witch Doctors have that already. Uh, but it's a little better than the Witch Doctor passive because the Witch Doctor's passive is tied to uh, enemies slayed in a certain area around you. I think it's like 10 yards, 20 yards, something like that. <clears throat> so a lot of times when you're on your Witch Doctor and you kill something, it doesn't count because it's you know, a little further away. This is just everywhere, so that's that's nice. Uh, Mordic's Brace, uh, new legendary item. This is a, a returned item. It's, it's a bracer. It's a, a, a Wrath of the Berserker thing for the Barbarian. And it gives you every rune. And everybody 
was saying this is super overpowered, or was back in the day, and that's why they took it out. Uh, now it's back. So they're trying to do give the uh, the, the barbarian a little bump. Something I was originally something I was originally excited about, but then when I got into the game, not so excited about it anymore was the fight. It, what it does is everybody knows the gargantuan we always use humongoloid because it cleaves it's the only one that cleaves well this offhand makes your gargantuan cleave on every ruin so you can use like big stinker which is the poison one or the fire one and uh, you can, you know you can use any and we never use any of those other ruins we only use humongoloid because of the cleave this gives you the cleave on any any choice of rune you want which is Exciting for a Legacy and Nightmares build, but I, I I was originally thinking that what I would do is I would put the fire gargantuan because fire is like you were saying earlier a very powerful spell in this game because there's so many supporting items. But then I figured out, oh yeah, I can't wear the gloves, I can't wear the pants, <laughs> you know, it, there's these items and I can't wear them because I gotta have my set on, so. Ah, if you did a, a Legacy and Nightmares, though, that would be great. And like you said, I just got through playing a whole season of uh, LON, so I kind of don't want to do it again. Uh, you got anything else to talk about PTR-wise? Um, I like Squirt's Necklace with um, the multi-shot Demon Hunter. And again, with Captain Crimson's. I, again, very tanky with... You know, even with Squirt's Necklace on, very tanky. Um, can't complain. You're the second person in two days that can't pronounce the um, the Reaver. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how some people have problems saying Measure Schmidt. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. You're not the first person that, that, that I heard. Bro. I've heard not be able to say this. Oh, I'm from the south. I can barely read, dude. Like, give me a break. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I like I like a lot of the changes. Um, like none of them are gonna be like seasonal. They're just gonna be there after the season, so you don't have to worry about them. You know. Oh, hurry up and get in there. Yeah, I, I don't care about them, them, them circles on a multi-shot demon hunter. I do like them on a, you know, a crusader. Um, so yeah, it depends on depends on your class, depends on the build, depends on a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, but and I haven't played in a long time. But I used to play demon hunter, and I used to love the EU demon hunter. And when I was pushing as high as I could possibly go. I would intentionally put that um, Oculus ring on my follower, and I would vault into the Oculus, you know, to get the extra power to push a little further. And and I know you're saying like they're already dead, but when you're pushed, like if you were if you were gonna just play Demon Hunter, for example, next season, and you're gonna push really high, this is something you could use to push yourself higher. If I was going to push really high, I would just go to Shadows anyway. Yeah, but uh, again, 
if you if you wanted if you wanted to level on on EU, you could use those to push higher. I'd level in America, sir, not EU. Whatever. <laughs> UE EU. There we go. Not the same thing. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> I've at least been to both of those countries, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that I, it changes the gameplay and I like it because you can use it to your advantage. Um, you know, last season was Season of the Nightmares. You know, Legacy of Nightmares, Season of Nightmares. If you didn't want to play LON, then you got nothing out of that seasonal buff. And I like this because it doesn't matter if you're playing LON, it doesn't matter if you're playing Crusader, or what, it doesn't matter what you're playing. You could use this. Now, I'll, I'll admit, if you're on a Whirlwind Barb, or you're playing that Charge Barb, it's probably going to be mighty hard. It's probably going to be mighty hard to use this. Like, but like on a Wizard. You stand anywhere. You can just teleport into one of these things and, and merc. Especially on a like a your favorite class, the demon hunter, you can get in there and you can do resource cost reduction. I mean a lot of times when you're playing that set, you eat up a lot of you eat a, a lot of your uh, discipline or whatever. Your resource. I don't remember whatever. But I'm just saying. Like, for me, when I was on the Jade Harvester, Locust Swarm and Haunt cost a lot of freaking resource. So you kind of, you got to balance, you know, you got to balance. You got to cast and balance. But when you get into that resource cost reduction pool, man, you can merc. And you can hammer. And when you get into the, re uh, the, the cooldown one, oh my god, so Harvest comes off cooldown so fast. You can just... Just bam, 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 bam. And they say that that your DOTs are good for five soul harvests. That's what Big Daddy Dim was saying. So you can you can soul harvest five times consecutively. It's so much damage. It's so much damage. Anyway, it can be very useful, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If you don't want to get in the little bubbles... I'm excited about this about this season. And uh, well, anyway, look, guys, we got a lot of friends, and some of our friends are named Jen. And sometimes Jen has a podcast. Well, not sometimes, all the time she has a podcast. That that podcast is called Jen's Lore Corner. What's Jen's Lore Corner? Well, that's uh, lore all about Diablo, and it's a podcast and great where can you find that bookagen.net so go to the bookagen.net and give her a listen uh, she's got not only a podcast but she's got blogs she's got other things there great things going on there um just a little note we did have email uh so again yoda thank you very much for the email but we like email and money now i know what you're thinking how do i send an email to the show well Shazam will tell you at the end of the show what, how to do that. But if you're thinking 
How the heck can I send you money? I don't know your address. Don't worry. We got a Patreon. You can go on to Patreon slash Soulstone and you can donate. Now, under construction, and we are working on it. So, give us a little bit. We're going to have some tiers put up. We, we did a lot of discussion this week about that. We're going to have more news about that in upcoming episodes. But yeah, you know, send us emails and money. We like both. Um, I don't think there was any blue notes because we had crazy PTR. Do you yeah, have... I don't think so. Other yep. than just PTR stuff. You have anything else to add to the show, sir? Um, nope. All right. Well, um, you want to do other media? Um, the only thing that I really watched this week because I've been so busy with work, um, and obviously playing Dragon Quest Builders and Diablo Three. Um. I watched that like right after the show last week because I took a nap before the show. I um, I watched that Secret Obsession movie because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I might as well watch it. I'm gonna be up for a while, so I watched it and um, yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. I told you, almost a kidnapping, huh? Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Um, it's, it smelled like a kidnapping. Real yeah. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, other than that, that's basically all I did. My other media, I, I didn't watch really anything else other than, you know, stupid old movies that I can't remember the names of because I just turn them on and go to bed and fall asleep in two seconds and I wake up and I'm like, I don't even know what I watched last night. <laughs> I do that too, brother. Who doesn't do that? <laughs> oh. So. Man. Uh, again, we were cues on the PTR were and are insane. Insane. I have been in queue this entire I have been in queue this entire time <laughs> we've been recording this show, which has been 45 minutes. I'm still kicking it. It's still going. So, oh, actually, Damn, I just got on, bro. <laughs> so, so, an hour and 14 minutes is how long I've been in queue. Um, so, yeah. It, these queues have been long. So, um, what I've been doing <clears throat> is I've been diving into the queue. And uh, I just turned on Netflix. And I fired up Netflix earlier this week and they had some advertisement and I scrolled past that and I seen this other thing and it, it was like another life and I was like another life what's that I never heard of that show so I looked it had like 10 episodes and I was like hmm so I decided to click it man I was blown away that is like a sci-fi it's a Netflix original sci-fi space, like, aliens thing. It, really, really good show. I, I really enjoy it. It's, I'm about four episodes in now. So, 
I can't give you a true judgment, but I'm liking it so far. Uh, just to give you a basic premise, um, it's it's it's. I don't know how far in the future they haven't said what they haven't said what year it is, but it's obviously because there's some far advanced technology that we have, so it's pretty far in the future. And um, I don't know this this artifact just lands on Earth and it starts transmitting a signal back to its home planet. And, you know, so they're trying to figure out, like, what what this thing is doing. They have no idea. It's, it's, you know, they don't know if it's friendly, enemy, nothing's, nothing's happening. It's not injuring nobody. It's just there. It's, it's transmitting data. So... For six months, they, they they're they're trying to figure out like what's up with this. So they decide that they're gonna spend, send a spaceship and a crew to where the data is being transferred from the to the home planet. So these people are gonna go to the alien planet, and they're in transport. They're in they're in the they're in the spaceship and they're they're on the way. Very interesting. Like I said, it's like a sci-fi type thing and it's um it's already taken four I'm four episodes in and it's already taken a lot of turns Re- really good show I, I, uh, y'all guys just fire that up it, it's uh, I like it a lot well anyway um you know if y'all didn't know that the PTR was happening it was, it's a one week thing so it should be over Thursday so by the time y'all hear this the PTR will have been over at least uh, we kind of give you an overview of what was going on with the PTR and I'm sure next episode we'll have a little bit more uh, especially if they do any changes we'll talk about that but uh, you know if you were in Discord you would have seen us pinging all over it all about it and um you know, people have been chatting it up. So this is my weekly, hey, getting Discord spill. Because, you know, maybe you don't like talking to me or maybe you don't like listening to me because I run my mouth too much or whatever. But, you know, you don't got to get into the voice chat. There's lots of texting going on in the, in the text channels. Lots of pictures, lots of good content. Uh, people tagging articles and all kinds of stuff in there. So builds all kinds of stuff so you know just get in there and and as an added bonus shazam has updated our website and now there's a hard link on there to get right into the discord right from our website so uh my hat's hat goes off to to shazam this week give you the internet high five brother uh you, you did a lot of really good work with that uh, website and uh, so thanks because it really needed an update well anyway um, I'll just let our listeners know that you know guys I, I really appreciate it I know uh, we, we've been changing some things up I know we put a put some emphasis on our Patreon now that's just some you know admin stuff uh, we're still we're still loving the show all that and uh, you know if you can donate, you know, thank you a whole bunch. And, and if you can't, don't worry. 
don't feel bad because you, you know just the, the best thing you can do is listen to our show we we, we we appreciate that a lot and I'll just say goodbye and I'll let Shazam say goodbye unless he has something else for the show and uh, if so he can do that now or say goodbye and then close the show um, if you didn't notice I changed the AFK channel to PTRQ <laughs> yeah I've, I've been in the PTRQ quite a bit <laughs> It's the place to be, brother. Because <laughs> I figured everybody that goes AFK is probably in the PTRQ. So. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, so next week. Next week will be another week. Um, you've been listening to episode 221 of the Shattered Soulstone, your community, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode. You can find the show's blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a Patreon today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone. We're open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord, the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on Twitter, Facebook, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send, send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show's Twitter at, at ShatteredStone, Vesper at Vespertilio1189. Dead Greed at Dead Greed 1812 and me, Shazam081. Um, you can find the Facebook page at facebook.com slash shattered soulstone and Vespertilio at ves- facebook.com slash Vespertilio1189. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 220 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge! This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.